Welcome to the Pino Empower Moves podcast. I'm Carly. And I'm Sydney. And we are the co-founders of Pino Empower Moves. Pino Empower Moves is a collective that aims to empower women everywhere to live a life of freedom and fulfillment, step into their power as inherent boss babes, hustle more strategically so they can build the career they've always wanted, bring more joy, confidence, and love into their every day, and simply be the best version of themselves. Tune in each week as we tackle a new type of power move that you can make to elevate the way you live and the standards you set for yourself. Grab a drink of your choice and join us as we dig into doing the work of life design, mindset manifestation, and business strategy. Welcome, everyone, to episode three of Pino and Power Moves. Welcome. This is our first uh, tele-recording of Pino and Power Moves. Sydney is in Edwards, Colorado, and I am in Denver. I'm so excited since our futures will be farther away. So, yes. it is, yeah, we're working out the technical difficulties before, you know, we're upon depart. Yes, apologies in advance for any of the uh, sketchy splice or editing if that ever occurs along the way. <laughs> Um, but yeah, okay, so thank you guys so much for tuning in. Today we are talking about the power of community. So we want to dedicate this episode to the power of building a supportive community around you. We're going to dive into the huge benefits that we've personally seen through doing this ourselves and talk through some key tips that you can use yourself to find a community of supportive women that you can rally around. Yeah. So this one is, I feel like one of the first topics I was really excited to dive into when we said we wanted to do a podcast um, because I've seen firsthand and obviously Carly has too, just the huge difference it makes to have the people around you support you. Um, One of the biggest benefits I feel like is just the mental difference. Um, When you feel supported, um, by friends, by loved ones, uh, just like you think of the extreme difference of coming forth with an idea saying like, hey, I want to become an entrepreneur. Hey, I want to do this next pivot in my business. And it's a drastic mental like difference if you come to someone and say that and they're like, absolutely, this is so exciting. You can achieve anything like you want. That's incredible. I'm so pumped that you're going to that next level versus you come to someone and they're just like, why would you do that? That seems crazy. Um, And that second option sucks. And I think we've all been there where, you know, you come up with something and you're excited. And then the people who you really value their opinion tell you that that's not it. Um, And I think it takes a level of like emotional maturity to realize most of the time when people are telling you like, that's crazy or holding you back, it's actually because it's scary for them. Um, I was just having a conversation with a friend yesterday actually about how it's more like a mirror up to their own standards and what they think is possible. Cause like in their parameters of their life, like they didn't think that entrepreneurship or going down a different path than what they had set for themselves as possible. So you coming and saying like, Hey, I'm going to do this almost disproves things that they're uncomfortable having disproved and also it is like a oh shit I could have more in my life but I'm not doing it like I thought that wasn't possible and that's why I wasn't doing it yeah I think it invalidates a lot of the excuses that people make for themselves as to why they aren't taking the steps needed to build a better life or better existence so you kind of fly in the face of all the lies they've been telling their Mm -hmm. their own selves and that's obviously going to cause some discomfort Yeah, for sure. So one, keep in mind that if you do have people in your life who don't support you, like a lot of times it's not because your idea or what you're trying to do is crazy. It's because they're really almost like terrified by it (laughs) because it goes counter to what they have told themselves is possible. Um, So one of the biggest benefits I feel like is being able to go to people and have these crazy ideas or whatever and them support you and then you're like you already are going to have enough self-doubt. So like you don't need doubt from the people who are surrounding you. You really want to build a community of people who 
when you even when you do have doubts along the way who are like remember how brilliant you are remember like all these things that you've done and you've accomplished like you have to keep going or like you've inspired so many people like you can't give up or whatever because obviously you're going to have those own mental thoughts in your head so you want to make sure the people you're surrounding yourself with don't feed into that doubt as well um and so another huge benefit that we wanted to touch on is the knowledge share that happens when you build um a really powerful community around you um like specifically i can like draw examples of you know when i've built up a community of fellow badass female entrepreneurs. Um, there's been a lot of knowledge here that happens where I, you know, come with something I'm ideating and there's great market research that I get through this community. Um, or just like I have a community of designers that we have an Instagram um, DM pod um, where we can go to each other and be like, hey, has anyone else experienced this before? Like, has a client asked you this? Like, how did you navigate it? And this is so, so helpful because I feel like at the beginning of my um, entrepreneurship journey, I had no one to ask these questions to. And it would be like simple questions that most people like had probably encountered before if they'd been an entrepreneur for longer than like a month. <laughs> but to me, I was so overwhelmed by it. And it's so nice to have a community of people with like mixed experience, some who are a couple steps ahead of you, some who may not be, but just being able to ask those questions um, is so nice. Or even if you just like have like a legal question that you're like, I don't want to hire an attorney for this, but like, have you seen this in a contract before? Whatever. Um, so there's a lot of, a lot of powerful knowledge shared that I feel like happens when you build this community. Um, another point is referrals. So when you build authentic relationships with people, they're obviously more inclined to refer you. Like if they're, if, so if I build a relationship with a copywriter that is like a genuine one, not just like we're liking each other's Instagram posts, but like we've connected, we're like invested in each other's lives. And I like know, like, and trust that person. Obviously when I have a client who's like, Hey, I need a copywriter. I'm going to refer her over anyone else because I've built a relationship with that person. Um, so referrals is a great benefit of building a community around you. And then um, another one is motivation and people to lean on in times of confusion or just when you need to be reminded of why you do what you do. So I feel like I kind of touched on this and like the mental differences, but um, this motivation is so helpful for, I feel like, like I mentioned, you're going to have your own self-doubt. So having people when you know you have like a, a down or off day to um like log on and talk to and be like hey have you ever experienced this or be like hey this is where i'm at right now and to have the feedback of them being like that's completely normal i've been there like five times this week don't let that stop you um and it's just really reassuring because again it can feel really isolating to be an entrepreneur um because you don't have like that inherent community around you of just like your boss, like your coworkers, whatever. So you kind of have to build this out. So having that community to go to for questions, for referrals, for moments where you're just feeling low and for them to remind you um, and like build you back up is um, just really amazing. Um, and even like, it doesn't have to be uh, like a community of entrepreneurs who do this. Like I have even friends who are in a nine to five who help me with this. Um, and same goes with like, even just like my dad <laughs> helps me with this. Like I could be feeling super low and call my friend Margo, who's in a nine to five. And she gives me just as great advice. Um, because it's, it can also just be like a personal relationship where it's like a deep friendship where she knows me, she knows, um, like what I go through, whatever, and is wise to, like, how to pick me back up, or, um, like, her and I used to work together when I was first starting out, um, and there were so many times where I feel like it was so nice to have that person to look to and be like, this is happening, am I crazy for wanting to keep moving forward, and that friend can just be like, yeah, do this, 
please. Like you're doing a disservice to the world if you stop now. Um, or like, yeah, being able to call my dad and him being like, oh yeah, I failed so many times. <laughs> like you got to keep going. Like this is normal. Um, so yeah, it doesn't even have to be always just that entrepreneurial community, but, um, yeah. yeah, I think in general too, having a strong support system is going to be advantageous no matter what it is that you do. Obviously yeah. being an entrepreneur can be isolating when you don't know a lot of other people doing that. But I know in corporate having allies and partners that mm-hmm. you can conduct those knowledge shares with, mm-hmm. um, and you can kind of have people that advocate for you or, or mentors for you. Um, I think in general, it's just really advantageous to try to focus on that. I think it's just even more so important when you're an yeah. entrepreneur to, to actively seek opportunities to build that up. Yeah, that's so true. And like my friend who I was mentioning who's in corporate, like there's definitely been times where she's come to me too and been like, Hey, I'm struggling with this situation. And I had to be like, you realize you're the, like the expert here, like, <laughs> like they trust you. So it goes both ways. It's not like corporate versus entrepreneurship. It's just yeah, really just making sure that you have a solid group of people around you because it, the, that like quote that we've all heard of like, you are the summation of the five people you spend the most time with, I feel like is so true. Like Definitely. if you have people who are going after huge goals around you, it's going to motivate you to do the same versus if you had a lot of people who are just kind of like, I feel like complacent is a strong word, but complacent with where they're at, not like going for bigger things and just like accepting life with what it is, um, and aren't happy with it, then you're kind of going to get stuck in that same mode. So, um, and the last point I know Carla and I really want to touch upon because we've been in these situations where they haven't been beneficial before is just how important romantic relationships are in this. Um, Obviously, like your friends, your like coworkers, or your like acquaintances in the entrepreneurship world, the relationships you develop there are important. But a romantic relationship is so important with this too, because you're spending so much time with that person, and you're obviously like putting a lot of stake in what they have to say, because um, you're choosing them to be your partner um, in life at during that time. So when it's when they don't support you, it can lead to such negative, it's just like almost like this downward spiral of like, I know I was in a relationship previously where I just felt like my business was like a joke to him or like it wasn't important. Um, and I just felt like belittled at a, a lot of, in a lot of conversations about it. And I got to the point where my business was like the worst it's ever been. <laughs> and like, I was so emotionally just like drained and not confident. And obviously it's really hard to run a business from super low confidence and just questioning yourself and questioning your worth. And so I just feel like a romantic relationship can be a huge difference too of I'm our friend um Rachel has an analogy for it so in Colorado there's these trees that are um killed by this pine beetle or this beetle that kills the pine trees um and it kills it from the inside out by cutting off its nutrients and so she always jokes that like it's like your toxic (laughs) ex-boyfriend is the like the beetle because and it's a it's so true like don't let people like kill you by shutting off like the nutrients from the inside out um and really make sure that who you're surrounding yourself with romantic friendship coworkers, whatever like are all going to be people that like give you life and nutrients and inspire you not the ones who are belittling you and diminishing you and cutting off that source yeah, you want to be with someone that enhances what it is that you're going after as opposed to detracts from your overall level of self-love and self-confidence, which mm-hmm. obviously has direct connectivity to your business performance. So yeah. like you can see it play out in the very pure sense of, while wow, he's not respecting what I do. He thinks this is a crazy way to try to make money. Um, I personally come from experience of someone who believe that having a work ethic was a bad thing and that family should be the only thing that matters. And 
um, that ran, ran in direct contrast to my ability to <laughs> launch, launch a successful entrepreneurial venture. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's a huge deal. Yeah. And I will say like now that I'm in a like much healthier relationship, it is really cool to see how I can go to him and, or like whenever I'm like struggling with stuff in business, whatever, like he knows the perfect thing to say to be like, yeah, okay. This one thing didn't work, but you know, this is going to be so successful. Like you're X, Y, and Z, like you're capable whatever. And it's just so amazing to be with someone who you feel like builds you up versus someone who tears you down. So sure. Those, so those are the big benefits I feel like we see with surrounding yourself with incredible people who inspire you, motivate you, challenge you, and um, push you towards just like striving for more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So next we want to talk about like, okay, obviously here's, there's all these amazing benefits. Like now you want to surround yourself with that, that group of people. How do you do that? Um, so yeah, being an entrepreneur can feel extremely isolating, but it doesn't have to be. Um, and it can feel lonely really until you start to surround yourself with other people who are in their arena with you building a business they love. And so some ways that you can do this, um, so you can join a course that also has a, uh, community aspect to it. So I alluded to, I joined a course last fall where, um, it was kind of like a mastermind thing and it was a, it was a big group of probably like 30 women in total, but then we had like these small six person meetings and those were every other week and through the course of three months, you really got to know those women. And, um, I still like after the course have a standing weekly meeting with them and they're amazing just to kind of what I said before, like build you up, uh, remind you of like when you have self doubt that that's one, that's normal. And two, like you're a badass, you can accomplish whatever you put your mind to. Um, so the courses that have this community aspect are great. And then I also mentioned like I have a group of designers where we like can ask questions and stuff like that. And that was also um, from a course. So obviously like making an investment to then find this community um, is something that can be really beneficial too. Um, but if you're not ready to do a course, to make an investment, things like that, um, there's plenty of other ways you can start to build your network. One of them um, is local networking events, which I know right now might be a little bit harder because of COVID, but I have found plenty of networking events that are via Zoom where they do like breakout rooms. So it ends up being like you're one-on-one talking with someone um, like you would be in person. So these are still a cool way where you can um, get to know people um, either via screen or I know some of them in Denver have started to come back to in-person with social distancing practices involved. Um, But I know this can be scary for some people, but I just, if you're going to do this, just keep in mind that literally the purpose is everyone there is there to connect. So they want to talk to you. So like if you go to an event and you feel awkward, everyone feels awkward. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. it's not like you're the only one standing there. Like, what do I say? Like everyone feels that way. So, um, this is great too. Like I, I leaned into networking events a lot this last year because I feel like it got me out of my house and like, I guess if it's on zoom, at least like you have to put pants on. Um, and like it gets you talking about your business instead of just like hiding behind your screen. Um, and it gets you to strike up conversation with people. And, you know, if you do connect with someone you like, just ask them to go to coffee or get a virtual coffee. Um, this has been something like people want to connect. They want to meet you at these networking events, virtual or in person. So you asking for a 20 minute virtual coffee at the end of it, if you like do value the conversation you have with this person, want to talk more is a great way to start to really build like a deeper relationship. Because obviously if you go to one networking event and meet someone, you're not going to then like, ask them for a referral. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. you need to like develop that relationship farther. So I feel like it's, you view these networking events almost as like a funnel. Like I go and meet a lot of people and then I decide who I want to farther relationship with, go to coffee and then continue to keep up with them. Mm -hmm. 
For sure. Um, one tip I'll offer from the introverted perspective is <laughs> go with an extrovert friend to a networking event because this is what I do with Sydney and it's fantastic. <laughs> Highly recommend that as a tactic for really overcoming your fears of feeling awkward as hell because I feel you if you feel that way. Yeah. Um, another one is using meetup.com, mm -hmm. which I've used, uh, and being more recently moved here, I used meetup to like meet additional people with similar interests, which helps you. Like I go to some meditation events. There's some other ones that are being held virtually that, and there's a lot of communities on meetup that are dedicated to entrepreneurship. So mm -hmm. definitely recommend take a look at those. And when you go to those in-person contexts, you already have something to talk about because you have something in interest because you're aligned through that meetup group. So mm -hmm. kind of gives you a good foundation for connection with people. Yeah. Um, the next tactic is the joining of Facebook groups. This is huge. Um, the community building aspect of Facebook, I think it's unparalleled of social media platforms. For this sure. is something that a lot of female entrepreneurs that we are familiar with have monetized really successfully. But mm -hmm. at the end of the day, as the end user or the end participant of the, the group itself, you have a lot to be gained from joining these. Um, a lot of women use them as, like Sydney mentioned before, forums for market research. So they'll post a question to a group of a lot of women. One time I asked to see if I could find a graphic design partner and I had like 50 women reach out to me yeah. <laughs> with their contact information. So you can say, hey, I'm looking for a partnership in X, Y, and Z. Or, hey guys, I'm developing a new logo. Can you tell me which one you prefer between A or B? It's a really fantastic way to obviously have some camaraderie, but also sort of have some visibility onto your business and start to maybe bring in some people that you could collaborate with. Yeah. Um, so those tend Absolutely. to be really great resources. I love the social bungalow Facebook group. The owner of that Shannon Lutz holds like actual live stream training. So you can go into those groups to, you'll be like organized. She does a challenge. So you get organized into a team and you can talk to other women too and complete homework together and really build off each other's ideas. Which is so, awesome. Yeah, so fantastic. Um, so anyway, what, if so, what are some of your favorites? <laughs> <laughs> I have a couple. I feel like there's ones that are, some of the ones that are smaller can be better for like more so community building. Um, but as far as like feedback and, you know, even asking questions, like I mentioned earlier, like if you have like a legal question or, or not a like consult a lawyer if it's something. <laughs> but like if you, if you're just like, where do I get a contract or like, you know, what's, I'm trying to start this, like, what's the first step, whatever. You'll get so much feedback in the bigger ones, like Society Gal, Gold Digger Podcast, um, Insiders, Facebook group, um, Freelancing Females, ones like that, because um, there's just so many people in them. I think also it's good, too, to, like, look through some of them and actually connect with people that are in them. So, I feel like it can be one thing if you're just like scrolling, it, it feels really overwhelming. Um, but if you like see someone talk about something that they do that you're really interested in, like send them a friend request and be like, hey, could we get virtual coffee? Like that sounds really cool. And I know this may seem intimidating, but like just keep in mind the worst they can say is, well, pretty much the worst they can say is no response. <laughs> and then who cares? Like, Exactly. They're, they're one of 50,000 people in this, this group. Like no negative thing is going to come from you asking for a virtual coffee and someone not responding. Right. And if they don't connect with you, the next person will, because the communities are yeah. so big. Like you yeah. really have nothing to lose. Nothing to lose. And yeah, I've like, no shame. I've done this sometimes and they, people don't respond and it's like, okay, I like honestly forgot that I messaged them. So whatever. Um, yeah. And I've done this other times and it led to a great relationship with the copywriter I mentioned earlier who like I refer her I refer clients to her um we've done like trainings together and it's just like a really mutually beneficial relationship um and like we support each other past because I feel like it's one thing to you know follow someone on Instagram and like comment occasionally but if you actually like do a virtual coffee with them and like talk about real stuff outside of just what you're posting on Instagram it makes you like it develops a deeper relationship where you actually want to comment consistently and almost like be their hype person. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, whereas like you wouldn't do that if you like hadn't gotten a virtual coffee or, you know, hadn't developed a further relationship past just a follow. Um, 
So that is a note, like leverage these groups, but also go a step farther. Um, or I guess I challenge you to go a step farther and get virtual coffee or develop a, a bigger relationship than just, you know, surface level. Um, Cause you can, that's where you really find, I feel like the valuable relationship from these communities. It's not just from, you know, randomly commenting back on a couple posts. Um, yeah, so then, yeah, we can, I guess that's kind of a general how-to of, you know, if you want to start, it can, if, even if like you're in the middle of nowhere in Ohio, which is where we're both from, <laughs> like even if you're a small town Ohio, you can start to build a network and a community of amazing um, people in your corner through an online presence. And that's kind of some quick, easy ways to do that. For sure. Um, the next part of this topic or yeah, community women supporting women that we want to touch on kind of relates to current trends. So Carly, do you want to tap into this subject? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've got a hot take on hot take <laughs> <laughs> on the concept of a hot take guys. Um, yeah. So this is a more recent trend on the basis of community related to the women supporting women challenge accepted hashtag mm -hmm. in at least my exposure to people's commentary around the trend. Um, the first day Sydney and I were both excited about it. We both posted about it and tried to connect our captions to a broader picture mm -hmm. theme of the importance of women supporting women. In the next few days following that, there was some commentary around um, <laughs> how it had originated in Turkey, and a lot of people were po posting mindlessly without context of the global, broader, um, I guess, ramifications of what the post was connected to. And, you know, people are so uninformed about what's happening in Turkey. You can't just post blindly about something and not really know what the root origin was. And then I saw some additional commentary on how the hashtag for Turkey actually isn't even originally from Turkey or the, the related concept of femicide in the country. It's actually from something that happened in 2016. And it's another hashtag related to another person that was developing a concept somewhere. So it's just so muddled. <laughs> oh, it's so muddled. And it's so beside the purpose or mm -hmm. the general like net positive aim mm -hmm. that people are trying to, I guess, work toward in sharing their pictures in a black and white format and writing a meaningful caption. I feel like there is just in general, a whole culture of, well, actually <laughs> like trying to outwoke each other. Mm -hmm. And I personally have the conviction that really who cares? Like, I feel like the intention should be what we're focusing on that mm -hmm. a lot of women across the board. And I, in particular, I, and I think it's really inspirational that people from the Midwest offer commentary around this too, because it's a little bit more traditional and conservative there. And I thought it was really awesome to see people from the Midwest, regardless of how much knowledge they have on broader global trends, stand up, speak up, share their voice in a way that is in response to a reminder that we really do need to support each other. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of my takeaway on it. I feel like there's a lot of, of like a hateful energy almost anytime someone tries to take a stance on something and maybe they're not fully woke enough. But at the end of the day, I think we should just focus on the net positive of there being visibility brought to this concept. Yeah. And I, uh, my, one of my best friends from college is from Turkey and her and I had a discussion about it where she was like, yeah, Obviously, you know, people didn't know about this at the start, but right now, because it's being brought to light, like so many people are posting about it and so many people are now donating. Um, yes. So it's just like, I think we kind of lose sight of it and then like get so caught up with like, well, this is, these are just vanity shots or these are whatever. And it's like, well, was positive impact done from this? Yes. And if the answer is yes, then it's like, then why are we going to shit on it? <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's a waste of energy to shit yeah. on it. <clears throat> I think, yeah, I think the like mindset, which I feel like I've, I've never commented something mean on anyone's social media. So I'm like the last person to like understand why people do that. But um, I think 
it's just coming back to like if you're almost like if you're not gonna say anything nice like don't say anything at all um yes like if this person like has an intent to like talk about how they like love the women that support them like what's wrong with that like why is that a bad thing and like if this like draws attention to turkey whether or not it originated there like did thousands probably millions of dollars end up going to helping these women yes so why are we like what's wrong with that why do we need to take it down um i think there is just like and glennon doyle talks about this in her book untamed which i highly highly recommend if um you guys haven't picked it up yet but there's like this innate almost like competition between women that i feel like we're all aware of that um kind of exists underlying um between especially when you get to like successful women or it's almost this like intimidation where you want to tear it down instead of just you know women supporting women <laughs> um, it becomes like how what she talks about in the book is there's almost like this breaking point where like we support a woman a woman becoming successful up until it's like too much or like we're like not comfortable or not used to that and then we she, like to try and tear them down like she's breaking too many barriers she's yeah she everything that I thought was not possible for myself and that makes me really uncomfortable exactly yeah and she even talks about like an example of you know she's watching her daughter play soccer and they're 12 and she's like all she can sense the herself and the other moms getting annoyed at this 12 year old girl playing soccer because she's good and like, <laughs> because she's like taking ownership out there and not being bossy but just I mean also there's well, no bossy, but like fuck yeah she should be bossy yeah like great. if she's good and she's like commanding the field and like helping them win like what's wrong with her being bossy but Glenn and Doyle talks about like she noticed this like in almost like the moms in her were like annoyed and intimidated by this girl like being good and acting that way and she's like so it, like here I am trying to be an advocate for women and I see that in me I'm annoyed with this 12 year old girl like clearly this 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 shit's deep mm -hmm. <laughs> um and I think she also talks about like we need to stop like taking a humble approach to our success because that's like what we feel is needed like she's talking about she was in an interview with oprah and oprah's complimenting her talking about all of her like accomplishments and the first thing she goes to say is like well you know like i couldn't have done it with all those around me and blah blah and like obviously we're talking about community now like community is yeah. so important like yeah you probably wouldn't be where you are now without that but if someone's complimenting you own it <laughs> like don't okay. don't like deflect to other people or like this is how i got here like and I think that's just something like we're talking about community. I think it's important to also call out like what it means to be a woman supporting a woman and mm -hmm. the like innate beliefs that we have ingrained in us that like that's intimidating or that's threatening, whatever makes us want to like be more humble, like not brag <laughs> about it, whatever. But Oprah literally looked at her after she said that. She's like, don't do that. <laughs> Do not, do no. not be humble. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like look at Oprah. Oprah yeah. is who she is because she refused to grovel or be overly humble or more of a servitude perspective. Like she's yeah. just owned it. She's new since she was sixteen. She's like, I'm going to be a billionaire. Like I'm going to be one of the most wealthy women on earth. And she knew it then, and she's never been shy about sharing that. And look where she is. Yeah, um, and I think and it's like something we have to like reprogram of like yeah, not being threatened and like supporting one another. And yeah. I know we like have had this conversation before, but I feel like a lot of the reason that almost happens is because we like struggle with our like self-love and our relationship with ourselves where to the point where like, for example, if I'm feeling low and feeling like I'm doubting myself and I go on Instagram and I see like other badass females like talking about this super successful launch or like this amazing client and this one and that one and I then feel threatened and like frustrated by them and want to dislike them <laughs> mm -hmm. whereas like if I 
am feeling good, like vibrating in a high state of just like mm-hmm. feeling confident, loving life, whatever. And I go on and see that I'm like, hell yeah, <laughs> you get yeah. it. <laughs> like your success is an inspiration. It shows me it's possible. So yes. I think it's really important before you kind of judge others or like feel threatened by someone to really address like, I mean, 90% of the time it's coming from a doubt within you, not Mm. anything that they're doing. So how do we not just like on a surface level, women support women, but how do we look at these, you know, underlying like feelings and dismantle those same thing as limiting beliefs we talked about in um, our manifestation episode, like Mm -hmm. dig into those limiting beliefs you have about like why we can't all be, we can't all rise together and be successful together. Um, which yeah. leads us perfectly well, to our next I, point. <laughs> can I, can I add to that actually? Really yeah, quick? Yeah, yeah. Um, so on the basis of being a woman and step into that type of role and that more authoritative, I refer to it as like being a true bad bitch, like a baddie <laughs> type of persona. Mm-hmm. I'm working on a riff right now for the Facebook group where it's like, you owe it to not just yourself, but everyone else mm-hmm. to own your power in a similarly visible and expansive way. Because mm-hmm. when you take the time to maybe like work through those limiting beliefs of like, oh, everyone's going to be like, who the fuck does she think she is? When you take the time to work through building the strength to be able to share a post like that, like mm-hmm. maybe it's like a sexy photo shoot. Maybe it's you know, sharing a, like a, a hot take or a very dramatic opinion on something that's a little bit more counterintuitive and something that maybe a lot of people from your hometown are not going to approve mm-hmm. or in general, just any way where you stand up and truly are acting like a boss, you're showing someone else that that's possible for themselves. Yeah. I think it's like almost like doing a disservice to hold your voice and yourself back because it's like if all these women that I view as mentors were like too scared too felt too vulnerable whatever to consistently like post about their success do this stuff I wouldn't think it's possible so like same thing for you like look flip it on its head and look at it from that way like who am I inspiring by saying this stuff and like is my fear of my like eighth grade nemesis whatever <laughs> whoever it is I don't even know if you had a nemesis buddy whatever I don't even what I was gonna say I don't think I've ever had a nemesis so I don't know why that word came out <laughs> yeah, can't really envision that dynamic working out but yeah <laughs> but anyway like whoever comes to mind that you're like I'm scared that they're gonna see this post and question it like really it doesn't matter it doesn't they matter it. it doesn't their opinion no. is not real it's not even in your reality no. Well, it's like oftentimes we're just making it up. <laughs> yeah, we make it up in our heads as, yeah. the, as the excuse, as the limiting belief that keeps us from acting in a strong way. But yeah. yeah, I mean, and oftentimes too, I think you have to go into these types of vulnerable situations knowing that the people that you are inspiring sometimes are the most silent. They're not even engaging with the post. And the yeah. ones that, you know, have the biggest take on, you know, you need to do this differently. Like I've had dudes come out of the woodwork um, like even my women supporting women post, like criticizing everything about the way that I went about sharing that, how I needed to be straighter to the point, whatever. That's cool. They're vocal. That doesn't matter to me. They're not the target audience of that fucking post anyway. So I don't <laughs> care what the opinion is. Yeah. So I don't know. I think you, you have to develop the strength to to know the judgment's going to come. And like, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. If people are asking yeah. who the fuck does she think she is? That's awesome. That it's means, like, well, it's like, you may be ruffling some feathers, but that means that you're like, also like, I bet a lot of people got inspired by it. Exactly. Yeah. No, for sure. Um, so I guess we kind of touched upon this a little bit, but we also wanted to relate this back to like scarcity mindset and like competition amongst each other so I mean I know I commented of like you know when I'm not when I'm feeling low which is essentially scarcity mindset and I go on and see success from other women it can feel intimidating instead of inspiring um but also on like a bigger note I think it's dismantling the belief that like we there's not enough like there's not enough success there's not enough money for us all to thrive whatever um and or there's only room for one girl at the top yeah 
there's just room for one. We can't all have it all. That's impossible. Yeah. And like, that's the belief we need to dismantle and realize like there's, we're not competing against one another. (laughs) Like there's plenty of resources to go around. Like I, like I mentioned, I'm in that group with other designers and I don't look at them as competition. Like we all have different strengths. We're all unique in different ways. Like all of our designs, our websites are so different. Um, and like we attract different clients for like the unique capabilities and like personality we have behind our businesses. Um, and realizing that we can all book a lot of like amazing dream clients and it's not a competition. Mm-hmm. Like there's fact, plenty of space. The more success that they all have in their respective pursuits of success, mm-hmm. the more room there is for us because they're proving yeah. that it's possible. They're building the base of credibility. They're showing what the value of, in your case, a comprehensive brand strategy is to someone mm-hmm. who might not have known. So they're building the awareness that, you know, someone like you could also come in and help them or yeah. help them help the prospective client, help someone that has a need in the market. Everyone's efforts are like building each other up. Yeah, for sure. And I think it's, like you said, it's showing me what's possible. Like seeing that they're booking 13K branding only clients is like, oh, (laughs) so people do that and that's possible. This isn't like something that's crazy um, to think that I can achieve. It's similar to the concept where you follow people who you really want to embody, who have like attained a level of success that is like hard for you to still wrap your brain around. It's the same thing, except this is Mm -hmm. a more potent example because you can actually talk to these women if you're part of their community and understand how they did it. Yeah. There's so much raw power in that. And, and Mm -hmm. typically they tend to be super generous in sharing that insight with you as well. Like there's so much beauty in these collaborations. It's crazy. For sure. Like I've definitely had conversations where like one girl like came out that she booked like super high paying client. And the rest of us were like, how'd that sales call go? Like, what did that look like? And got so many insights versus like, yeah, if you're, if you don't have that community and you can't ask those questions, you're not able to see like how it's possible to get there. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So flipping that paradigm on its head a little bit, talking through what's possible when you start to move forward in a more collaborative mindset around what's possible to do with other women. I think Sydney and I can speak to this really well because Mm -hmm. we are collaborators and our business partners and it's working so fabulously. Mm -hmm. So we bring very different perspectives to the table. We both kind of offer similar, but also complementary offerings. She does web design with branding and I do market research and competitive analysis with branding kind of have a similar output, but we had different ways of going about doing it, which is awesome. And I feel like we both learn a ton from each other and sharing insight around that, delivering the same type of value to clients. In addition to that, she's super extroverted. I'm introverted. <laughs> I'm type A as fuck. She's not. We were talking about this before we started recording, but like she's very pie in the sky and I'm very like, okay, how are we going to get the shit done? <laughs> oh. I'm like, wouldn't, like, I can just imagine us on this retreat. It's going to be great. And it's like, Carly's like, okay, but what are like the tactics we take each day to make sure that's happening? Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's important too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, when you're open to the possibility, like if, for instance, if we had met back in college and we were teammates in the the student org that we were part of the practice Mm -hmm. at Ohio state, which is like a PR agency, we were both designated to lead a team. If Cindy and I were competitive with each other and trying to undermine each other's success for the sake of being the true lead of the group, that but never would have worked. The team would have been fucked. <laughs> it, everything would have been fucked. Yeah. So for, and, and there was, there was one dude in that group, but there was, it was mostly women. So like, I felt like in some instances too, like we were a model of what it, what it requires to be a true leader and working mm-hmm. with each other. Or I think it's like knowing your strengths, like, yes. and where you know, being honest about where the other person compliments them. Um, mm-hmm. And like, I mean, I, even from the start, like I remember when we were working on clients eight years ago, um, <clears throat> like Carly really disliked this one client and I was like, okay, I'll just take the lead on this like relationship and building that because I know that that's not something you want to dive into, but like you do this planning instead. <laughs> yeah. We, it was beautiful the way we divided and conquered. 
And I, it, it, to this day, that's the case, even with yeah. planning for the pod. So, yeah. Which I think yeah. it's awesome that like we're able to, I think that's probably part of why our friendship could go from work to friends to friends and work now is because it wasn't like we were just friends and then added in a work element to it. Like we started out in that world and saw how it was really awesome how well we could collaborate together and work together and build a team and get shit done um and know our strengths and weaknesses and where to delegate definitely yeah so that's kind of all the things we wanted to touch on related to community but as um you know we're talking about this one thing that we really want you guys to know about is that we are building a Facebook community um, for this podcast where we really just want you guys to be able to come and gain any like further knowledge. We're probably going to do some live streaming of the pod episodes in the future um, and get your like live feedback <clears throat> and also like questions as we're recording we want to do member spotlights to celebrate the badass women that are already in this group um, and that will continue to join and just highlight you guys, cool things you're doing and just connect you with one another considering, obviously we talked about all the massive, massive benefits there are from finding a community. So we really want this Facebook community that we're building to help you facilitate finding these relationships um, in a really authentic way. Um, we're also going to use it as a general forum for advice. So posing questions to people with no judgment responses. Um, so as I mentioned earlier, questions about like, Hey, I'm thinking about going this direction in my business. What do you guys think? Or like, I hear some mocks of like a logo, which one like draws you in more to get some market research. Um, and we're going to keep it to no selling. So you can like talk, like I said, about like, get really valuable feedback from people, do market research. And then obviously if people are saying like, Hey, I'm looking for um, a web designer in year one, like you can comment on there, but don't make a post that's like, Hey, I need work. <laughs> um, because we really want it to be not about selling way more about community and um, just really right. facilitating amazing relationships where you're getting a lot of value from it. And it's not just filled with people posting offerings. Um, and then Carly and I are going to be posting inspirational affirmations and also just like riffs on things that will be awesome for you guys to look to um, just for motivating, whatever. I know like I have screenshotted some riffs from people we follow that are really helpful on the days where you're kind of just like, what's happening. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, so we want to offer those and then also just share resources. Obviously like we're providing knowledge on the podcast, but share other resources we found of like books or um, meditations that are super helpful or even things like, Hey, I got a contract from the shop and it was super helpful. You guys might want to look into it if it's something you're interested in. Mm -hmm. So Carly, anything to add about our lovely Facebook group? <laughs> No, just that it's going to be amazing and you guys should join ASAP. So <laughs> yeah, we'll put, we'll put the link in um, the show notes so you guys can hop over and join. And we're also always open to feedback or any like recommendations, whatever, of like what you want to get out of this Facebook group and this yes. community and what we can do to really make sure that happens because we really, 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 really or can I add 15 more? I don't know. We really want to make sure that, um, you know, all of this, the podcast, the Facebook community, whatever is like providing value and like elevating your life. So that's, what's at the core of it. And we want to make sure that everything we do in our episodes in this community are helping you really just thrive. Yeah. We want it to be the go-to resource that you want to check every day to mm -hmm. be able to get some alignment, get some inspiration feel good about the work that is that you're doing and check into to see how other women that you're building those relationships with are. Yeah. And I've already, we already have women in the community who Carly and I have personal connections with. Um, and I will say it's just an amazing community of women that have supported um, and been like each other's hype women. 
so far in each of our lives. So these are people you will absolutely want to connect with. Mm -hmm. sure. um, and as we end each episode, um, we want to <laughs> quickly run through our affirmations for the week. Um, so I can say mine. Mine is, I am ready for the next level. Um, I've been feeling for a while that like it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. And then just, I started to like turn this corner into that next level um, in the past couple weeks. And I am just repeating this affirmation because obviously there's self doubts that come up of like, but I'm not worthy, but I'm not ready, but whatever. And so um, I have this affirmation on my phone as a daily reminder that like I am ready, I am worthy for that next level. Um, and yeah, it's been a great one for me this week. So if any of you guys are feeling those same way, check it out, try it out, maybe journal about like why you feel like you're not and get through those limiting beliefs and it can be super powerful. Mm -hmm. Love it. My affirmation is that there is more than enough always. I had more of a startling realization of this concept of abundance when I went on a hike recently near Netherlands um, that had this crazy powerful waterfall <laughs> that you just could kind of sit on a rock perched above and just watch it come at you was kind of how it was positioned. Mm -hmm. And just sitting there for a very long time, I was doing some journaling, was looking up at it and thinking, holy shit, this never stops. There's <laughs> no end to this. There's no, there's more than enough of this water and it's just in continual ever flow. And I felt like there was a very strong parallel with what the universe has to offer you should you choose to tap into this concept of true abundance. There's mm -hmm. always more than enough for you. Um, I love that. Yeah. So I think it I really also need to find this waterfall. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'll send it to you. Yeah, it was really beautiful. Super peaceful. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think there's also a lot of like meditations that talk about that too. And like use waterfalls specifically as a visualization for, you know, just feeling it like it never stops. It's coming and it's coming and like you just get to tap into it. Um, so I think that's an amazing concept um, to really dig into. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Well, on a final note, I well, just hope you guys were able to find some value in this episode of, you know, how important it is to build a community, how to do that if you're confused on where to even start. Um, and yeah, kind of like the limiting beliefs, things that can come up around women supporting women, but just final note, want to say that it makes such a huge difference in your life if you surround yourself with people who build you up instead of tear you down and I just can't express enough how imperative it is to build a community that hears your crazy idea and tells you to run with it. Um, so we hope that this episode inspires you to do that um, and that you guys are all surrounded by badass people in your life who are supporting and loving you. Thanks well, for tuning in, guys. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. I hope you guys all have a great week. Yes. Also, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts and you did find value in this episode, we would love to hear your feedback um, and for you to give it a review. Yes, please. Makes a huge difference. It does. And honestly, it's amazing to know that what we're talking about is really helpful and helps us keep going with it. So, yeah. Yes. <laughs>